This episode is brought to you by Big W, your one-stop shop for Christmas. Hello again, podcasters, and thank you for tuning in to At Home with Lauren Keenan for this special Christmas mini-series. I'm Lauren Keenan, an interior designer and stylist from Sydney and the founder of Lauren Keenan Home. Hey, and I'm Scott Keenan, and at this time of the year, at the beginning of December, we all start thinking about putting up the Christmas tree. We sure do, and we all have our own traditions. I personally like to decorate with a glass of wine and a cheese platter nearby, preferably. (laughs) Really big one? Cheese platter or wine? Both. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I cannot wait to do it uh, in our place this year, and you know, we know some people like to get their kids involved, or even invite family and friends over to have a decorating party, and... In this series, we're talking all things Christmas, and you had a great chat with Annie Bloom from Visual Empire about how to create the most spectacular Christmas tree, and she's an expert, right? Annie is Big W's Christmas decorating expert this year, and she gave me some secret Christmas decorating tips that we all need to know. So here it is, your chat with Annie Bloom on this special episode of At Home with Lauren Keenan. Well, I'm here today speaking with Annie Bloom, who is the creative director at Visual Empire, and Annie is also a bona fide Christmas expert. Annie, how did you end up getting such a cool job? Oh, I don't know if it was the right place at the right time or the wrong place at the wrong time, (laughs) saying after I've worked a 70-hour week this week. But um, I studied interior design at Enmore, and while I was studying interior design, I started doing window displays, mainly for Westfields, major shopping centres, part-time to pay for the school fees. Of course. (laughs) And one day, Westfields Bondi Junction, before their refurbishment, Um, which was about 20 years ago, came to me and said, look, do you think you could put up a 25-foot Christmas tree? And I had a look and I was like, oh, I'm not sure. And I said, we have men putting up these Christmas trees and the lights are a mess and the bows are upside down and nothing's straight. We just need a girl's aesthetic. And I said, well, what do I need to do? And they said, well, you need to get a crew of about 20 people and you need to get your scissor lift licence and your cherry picker licence and you... um, Basically, we can show you what the frame looks like. So I went out and had a look at the frame and then they told me how much money they'll pay me for the night. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I can do this. So I went back to the college and I recruited all my fellow students, interior decorators and designers, and we started Visual Empire. And we put up Westfield Bondi and they were like, wow, this is amazing. The bows had symmetry and placement. The light cords couldn't be seen. <laughs> Every branch was fluffed. And they basically said, would you like to do all of Westfields in New South Wales? Oh, my goodness. So and it really just took off that It just took home. off. It was, that's what I keep saying. Like I, it was, I fell into it by complete accident. <laughs> that's amazing. And so what are some of the other cool brands or cool jobs that you've worked on um, around Christmas in uh, the last 20 years? Well, I guess the one thing that makes us different, um, even though I hate that phrase, the one-stop shop, yeah. most of our clients know um, Visual Empire consists of interior decorators, interior designers, um, visual merchandisers, stylists. And so we can kind of do it all. So as a set designer, I'll go in and build fashion sets. My girls will go in, select fashion and dress the mannequins. We'll build and um, come up with the creative design of the showcases. And then on top of that, we'll do their Christmas. So they kind of know what they're going to get. They know the consistency is going to be there and they know they're going to get the same team. And we've got a good reputation. Yeah, you've just got that long-term experience now. <laughs> yeah. So tell me, what is it that you love about Christmas? I love the fact that it brings your family together. Um, my husband's from Melbourne and he's from a big family of six kids. They're all married and they all have two to three kids 
each. So Christmas in Melbourne is fabulous. There's like 30 people, kids in chaos. It's amazing. With my family, smaller, but it's the same. I take it very serious. We also have an orphans policy. So anyone that doesn't have any family, we always have open doors so that oh, our friends nice. can come and join us. Yeah, and do you, do you get joiners every year? We do get, get joiners every year. When I'm in Sydney, we always have a lot of my friends come and partake. And I've yeah. got a few Jewish friends that just come because they don't celebrate it, so yeah. they like to be part, part of it. Part of it. <laughs> and what do you think makes our Aussie Christmas look and feel so special? Because it is different. Yeah, look... I've always wanted to have a white Christmas and with the nature of my work, I don't think it's going to be possible because I literally work up to December and start pulling down the Christmas trees from Boxing Day. But what I like about an Australian Christmas is the fact that you have a lot more fresh seafood. I still do a beautiful glazed ham. Um, My kids are always outside playing summer cricket, swimming in the pool. It's a more relaxed kind of feeling and it's also just a feeling of being a family and being united. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I just love the idea of, you know, you can go for a swim after you've yeah. eaten that big lunch and yeah. just relax and lay down and have a little snooze. And <laughs> I have done the white Christmas one year actually. And, and it was quite special because yeah. it was different, but I still think Australians have got it, yeah. got it good hands down. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There are so many options when it comes to decorating your home for Christmas. Yeah. Where should people start? What's the essentials that they need to think about? I think you always start with the Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. Being real or artificial, you work out the right placement for the tree. Yeah. And also, once you start putting up a Christmas tree, it just brings that magic into the home. And then instantly you want to carry that theme all the way through. Particularly this year, I'm putting up a real Christmas tree uh-huh. because I've worked with artificial trees for so long. Yeah. Um, and the colour palette I'm using is a lot of timbers, glass and red and white, the traditional. So uh-huh. that will carry through into my soft furnishings and into my actual table presentation for Christmas Day lunch. Mm-hmm. And yep. so it's an easy way to carry that whole colour palette the way through your home. Yeah. And when it comes to a real tree, are there special things you need to do in order to look after it to make? Because do you put it up on the 1st of December? I or? do, yeah. I do. So how do you make it last through till after um, Christmas? You. So I always get a tree cut fresh uh-huh. um, and I'm very particular. I hold the tree by the tip and spit it around to make sure the branches are nice and even. That's because you're a professional. Yeah, <laughs> try and find the right perfect tree that's cut right and if not I will trim it uh-huh. um, and then you keep it in water and also they don't like direct sunlight so keep it somewhere where there's not direct sunlight yeah. and also if it's not in sunlight your lights are going to sparkle more if it's a right. darker space I can usually get it through to 25 days okay. on the first they do drop a few pine needles yeah but it smells but nice it does it? smell nice and there's also a spray that you can buy that's the pine needle spray Is there really? <laughs> so it just makes the house smell that way as well yeah and if you're going for a, a faux tree or a, or a fake tree yeah. what sort of things should you be looking for to make sure it looks as real as possible because obviously you don't want it to look like a plastic tree you want it to look real yeah look there is so many brilliant trees out there at the moment for different prices budgets and spaces Mm -hmm. if you've got a small um, space like in an apartment and you don't have a room for something big um, bwa has these amazing um, pop-up trees literally it's a small box probably 30 by 30 mm-hmm. and literally you pull the tree from the tip and it automatically goes up and you oh, put wow. one pole in it it is so simple that sounds amazing yeah and you give it a cool little fluff add some lights and decorations and at the end you take the rod out and it collapses into the box because so many people these days live in apartments or they have kids or animals and it's just not practical to put up a big tree so no. to have you know another option i was quite impressed when i saw the big w pop-up tree this year and um the fact that it actually 
goes packs into the smallest box that you can shove in the top of any cupboard and when you get it out there is no preparation it literally pops up I was quite impressed in 25 years of doing Christmas I have not seen a tree like that which that is the perfect solution also taking the tree down on like the 30th or yeah, the 1st of January it's, not, it's never as fun as putting it up is no, it so no. you make that easy yeah what are some of your favorite um, festive decorating themes um, I'm still quite like the traditional um, red white um, and green is just Christmas to me but there is some amazing color palettes out there um, especially in the commercial world we work with so many different colors um, blues made a really big comeback um, blues with golds and coppers and um, champagnes has become quite popular again I mean it, they're so regal I mean Star Casino we did that all in black and gold and it looked amazing there's so many different color palettes that you can put together mm-hmm. and the one good thing is that you can always add to Christmas decorations each yeah. year so you can start with one color and add an, or remove a color and still have a beautiful contrast I just think stick to three colors is usually the key mm-hmm. and those three colors you can carry through yeah I yeah. like to yeah pick a simple palette and then yeah. each year you maybe buy a couple of new absolutely. decorations to add to it and then yeah. you re- remember what you bought last year and you've got yeah. a couple of new ones to the collection absolutely way to yeah. go is there anything that you feel sort of a bit on trend this year that people are wanting to try out that we're seeing in, in the shops to buy yeah like look there's a lot of designer homewares last year that well in the last few years like papaya homewares and things like that that came up with beautiful laser cut timber decorations decorations Mm -hmm. they're stunning or glass bubbles or um, acrylic bubbles with like you know little decorations inside them Um, in the big w range this year they've incorporated all that but the price point's only a couple of dollars and i'm a very big fan of those they're absolutely beautiful they've been all laser cut they're three-dimensional cheap as chips and they give you that really beautiful designer um, luxe look for less. So and the thing is, I think once you see a look on mass, like yeah. when you see a lot of things on the tree, yeah. it's it's not like you're being really yeah. picky about yeah. you know where things have come from because it's an overall yeah. feeling that you're creating. Isn't absolutely, it? absolutely. And if you're going to start a tree, my key is that whatever element you choose to buy buy at least six to eight of each one and you zigzag those evenly down the tree and around right. the tree. I was going to ask you yeah. about bauble placement because there's always a bit of contention in many households, Yeah, especially when kids are helping parents That's decorate right. the tree. That's right. You let them help and when they go to sleep, you go back and change it. <laughs> so you're saying we zigzag down yeah. the tree. Okay. So if you choose to say you're going with one of the timber decorations I was just talking about, you would start at the top and you might put one at the very top as a hero, yep. zigzag to the left, go down, zigzag to the right, to the left. So when when you look at the tree and you view it from around they're all perfectly placed okay and then you do the next decoration in the opposite formation right so everything's like a diamond going down your tree I'm so, so much today i'm gonna be yeah this <laughs> and so i remember when i was a kid mum would always say oh the big baubles on the bottom and the little baubles at the top yeah. is that is that something you do or is that yeah is that look at it, it we still do and that depends on the size of the tree mm-hmm. um these days, yeah, look, it depends on what size that you're going with. Um, an average bore is probably 50 centimetres to about 70, 70 mil, sorry, in sizing. Um, and we mix that. But another good trick too, if you do have a tree that doesn't have a lot of branches, you can actually put some of the decorations a little bit inside the tree and it helps fill up those blind spots. Right, okay. Um, my other really big tip with artificial trees is fluff every branch. Yeah. And so what you do is you build your tree, you start from the tip and you fluff from the top all the way mm-hmm. down, every single branch should be put in a different direction so they look natural. Okay. And by fluffing a tree correctly, it gives the tree volume. Yeah. And then when you light the tree, you do it the same way. Start from the top, work to the bottom. Uh-huh. And if you're putting like two or three sets of lights on a tree, you divide in sections on the tree yeah. and you zigzag the same way as us talking with the decorations. Okay. 
With lighting, you light from the inside out. So you hide the cords inside the tree. Right, okay. Pull them out to the end of the branch, twist it, uh-huh. zigzag down. That way you only see the beautiful globes and you actually don't see all the wires. So do you put the lights on first or do you put the lights on last? No, lights on first. Fluff, yep. lights, lights, decorate. Okay, great. <laughs> Got that, that down pat now. Yeah. Um, and because and I often find that I never have quite enough lights, really. I haven't, yeah. I haven't bought the long enough lead yeah. of lights to cover the trees. Yeah. So we must really need to yeah, look, go um, more than you think. Yes, look, at an average, say, a seven or eight foot tree, which is the kind of a stock standard tree that you would have in a normal home, um, on that, I would always put at least three sets of lights. Now, wow. the lights are usually 100 globes per string. Okay. Just to give you an idea. And now, in places like Big W, they are really cheap. They're not, they're cost effective and they last for years and years and years and years. And you can so, sort of go for like a, a warm glow or a cool glow yeah, depending absolutely. on the colour of decoration. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. And it creates a different mood in the house okay. as well. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. And if you put a light from the top down and just say you're working with three sets of lights. I would start all three globes at the top and separate it into three sections Mm -hmm. and then zigzag down working from the inside out. That way all your power's at the bottom and you can hide your power board at the bottom. And now there's these beautiful tree skirts. Um, There's a beautiful one they got out, which is an Aratum this year, and that covers your tree base, covers all your power cords and adapters, and it just finishes the tree nicely. It makes it a nice little zone there to have presents on it And then you can, you know, do your presents. And I love to gift wrap my presents in the same colour contrast as the decorations on the tree. (laughs) We'll have more from Annie in a sec, but first a quick message from our sponsor. The festive season is here and for most of us it's the busiest time of the year. There's a lot to do like shopping for presents for your loved ones, entertaining family and friends and of course decorating your home to get into the Christmas spirit. Thankfully Big W is your one-stop shop for all things Christmas. Big W has got you covered on everything from trees and lights to gifts on everyone's wish list with quality and affordability in mind. In fact Big W's festive pop-up shop The Gift Spot showcases hundreds of gifts under $50 in store with an extended range of over 4,000 gifts online. And Big W knows that life's busy, especially for growing families. That's why they offer home delivery or free same-day pickup so you can enjoy more time with the ones you love. Whether you're shopping in store or online, Big W will make life a lot easier this festive season. So pop into your local store or check out the amazing Christmas range at bigw.com.au. This is really getting me into the Christmas spirit and, gee, Annie sure knows her stuff. She sure does. One of the best pieces of advice I thought she gave was how to place the lights and baubles on your tree, and I'm definitely going to be using her method this year. Well, I look forward to that. And now for the rest of her very cool tips about Christmas and tree decoration, here's the rest of your chat with Annie. So many people in the last few years have gotten really into decorating the exterior of their home as well. Whole streets, whole suburbs yes. get so into lights and decorations outside. Yeah. So what are your tips for how people can get started on adding some decorative elements for Christmas to the oh, exterior? Well, having having children, I used to do, I used to drive out out west to different suburbs where they would do that and it makes it so magical and it brings you that sense of Christmas. So look, if my kids were younger, I'd be doing it too. <laughs> and maybe if I didn't work 70 hour weeks putting up Christmas <laughs> decorations, I probably would do it now. But um, um, going back to Big W, they have these amazing, um, I think they're about 59 or $79 Inflatable, so it says Santa visit here or a reindeer popping out of a chimney. Mm-hmm. They again pack up really small, but they inflate to about 1.2 meters. Okay, and so they're really great for um, putting on your lawns or on your roof. They just pin into the ground, they're up in two seconds. Yeah. 
Um, there's also beautiful um, solar power lights. So they heat up during the day mm -hmm. and then at night your lights come on and you can drape those along, you know, um, your edges of your awnings or on your fences and your gates. Um, another trick that I absolutely love is just a set of fairy lights. If you've got like, you know, a frangipani tree or just a normal tree on your property that's, you know, predominantly the first thing you see yeah. when you walk in drape it um, in the fairy lights and they look beautiful you know i've actually done that to my friend japanese to my house but i keep them up all year round oh, that's <laughs> nice, nice. That's, yeah. you know it adds a little bit of um, yeah. magic 365 days yeah and with um exterior of the house it's something that you can just keep adding to each year um a lot of my friends and my family that do do that they wait till the sales and they go and buy more things yeah. and then they, next year they add a bit more and a bit more and look a bit i think more. it truly is it's a long-term thing you build up a bit of a christmas kit over time don't yeah. you it, it is expensive so you don't always yeah. have the opportunity to buy everything yeah. you might need in the one sitting exactly right yeah yeah so you're putting a tree up on the 1st of December, you're going traditional. Yep. How long does it take you to decorate your tree? Oh, okay. Well, I'm a bit of a perfectionist. So if, if I was doing an artificial tree, it would t usually take me about six hours to do the tree correctly. Um, a real tree is a lot quicker. I can okay. usually do a real tree in about an hour or why two. Why is a real tree no fluffing? Is that why well, it's Well, there's no fluffing. Yeah. And there's obviously less um, lighting because the branches are so flimsy, so you okay. can't put too much weight on. Right. And again, with decorations, you can only put decorations so, you can't decorate it as much because it, the, the branches were just four yes so it's a little bit quicker to do okay um but an artificial tree takes me about four to six hours to oh do it goodness. correctly but yeah <laughs> but you are you're like you said you're, i don't like a single cord to be seen yeah <laughs> and finally tell me how you're going to be celebrating christmas this year what, what are you doing with your family yeah so this year it's um a sydney christmas so i've got all my family coming to stay and we've also got the orphans coming unfortunately um, my oldest son's moving to Japan tomorrow so oh, no. he won't be with us which is my first Christmas without my son <laughs> um, but we'll be doing the traditional Christmas um, I always love to glaze a ham I love to decorate a beautiful table I start with a big charger plate which you can buy for a couple of dollars from Big W I use my white dinner set lots of greenery fresh greenery from the garden and a lot of red berries and things like that so it all got ties back to my christmas tree amazing lots of seafood yep um cricket playing in the pool having an afternoon snooze perfect <laughs> who needs a white christmas yeah, exactly <laughs> well thanks for chatting with us today about christmas decorating annie my absolute pleasure amazing tips there i think the listeners are going to love Oh, sounds like Annie's got a really good Christmas planned with her family and some nice traditions there. It's good to hear what other people are doing at Christmas time because it's such a fun time of the year and we all do it that little bit differently. We've started our own new tradition in the last couple of years. Gotta love a Christmas tradition, yes. It is cocktails on Christmas Eve. It's nice to do something a little bit special with food or drink at this time of the year. It is, yes. We love Christmas Eve. I like to do a bit of cooking and we put a Christmas movie on the TV. The Griswolds. The Griswolds or my other favourite is Elf with Will, Will Ferrell. Santa! <laughs> that gets a run every single year. And then we also have a cocktail. Yes, it's a great way to enjoy the evening. We've done uh, Aperol Spritz a couple of years ago, uh, gin and tonics last mm, year, yes, bringing yep. those back. What are we going to do this year? Well, I'm thinking that we should do one of your favourites, which we discovered in the last 12 months. Well, hang on. Let's get in the mood here with a bit of Christmas music. Oh, okay, yeah, well, let's do that. Hey, you remember this song? I love this song. Very Christmassy. It's the most wonderful time of the year. 
Annie Williams, the most wonderful time of the year. Anyway, back to the Christmas cocktails. I'm thinking this year we should do a Negroni. Yes, we love Negronis and um, nicely inspired by our, our trip to Italy a couple of years ago and bring that back in the mix this Christmas. I'm with you. Now, you're the mixologist. I have actually no idea what goes into a Negroni. Can you give us the recipe? I can. It's pretty straightforward. There's really just three or four ingredients. Uh, Campari, gin and sweet vermouth and then uh, plenty of ice and um, a slice of orange or just an orange twist of some uh, orange peel to garnish. Nice. And so how do you make it? So it's really easy. Just grab yourself an old-fashioned glass or a tumbler and you get 30 mils of Campari, 30 mils of gin. I like to use uh, small batch gin like a Archie Rose from here in uh, Sydney, 30 mils of the sweet vermouth, and then you mix it all together in a glass with ice. You just give it a really good stir and then you garnish it with an orange slice or that twist of orange peel and Bob's your uncle, you've got a Negroni. Well, it sounds delicious and I have to say that I've also spied some grape tumblers on the Big W website today that okay. I think would look great with a Negroni in them. So that's on bigw.com.au in their kitchen and glassware section. Take a look. Perfect. Sounds great for a Christmas Negroni. Now, we've talked a lot about all of the fantastic tips for decorating your home for the festive season, Christmas trees and even the outdoor stuff mm-hmm. you touched on yep. with Annie, which was fantastic. And we really hope you all enjoyed it. And if you have a question about Christmas styling or how to get your home ready for the festive season, you can contact me on the socials at Lauren Keenan Home or on my website, laurenkeenan.com.au. And send Lauren an email if you want to hire her. She can come and work uh, on your home or even your workplace with some interior styling advice or some design work as well. It's Lauren at laurenkeenan.com.au and on the podcast if you like what you hear you can subscribe to our show so that you don't miss an episode and if you really like it you can leave a five star review in Apple Podcasts Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts We've got two more episodes coming up in this Christmas mini-series, including one which is all about how to wrap your presents like a pro. So Merry Christmas, everyone. Yeah, Merry Christmas, guys. Thanks so much for listening. And we'll catch you soon on another episode of At Home with Lauren Keenan, your authority on home, lifestyle and interior design. 